Welcome, lovey, to the Coming Out Gold podcast, where I help you realize you don't need anyone's permission to start living the life of your dreams. You can start where you are with what you have. I'm Coach Tammy, and my goal is to help you come out gold by teaching you how to get clear on what matters most, ignite what sets your soul on fire, and then make a strategic plan to live the life of your dreams. It is time, and you are worthy. So let's do this. Glory, but I'm excited to be back in front of my mic this week. First, let me say thank you so much for the love last week. My podcast for weary women was well received and several of you reached out to check on me. Thank you times a million. I spent some time letting myself exhale and rest. I finished a paint by number my friend Marla gave me for Christmas, which can I say those have come a long way from the velvety Lisa Frank styles I painted as a kid. I also participated in a speaking workshop that was delightful and inspired so many fresh ideas. It's amazing how a bit of rest and margin will open the floodgates of creativity, isn't it? Enough about me. Let's dive into the topic I teased in the last episode, imposter syndrome. It can be a big one for some of us, so let's all exhale whatever feels it brings up and be open to maybe seeing it in a new way. I need us to stop walking out this identity of imposter syndrome and instead become women sure of ourselves, our gifts, and the role we play in this world. And I hope this new perspective helps you move forward into that space. In an article on Harvard Business Review, they said imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high-achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of accolades. Psychologists Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Inez, forgive me if I get that one wrong, developed the concept originally termed imposter phenomenon in their 1978 founding study, which focused on high-achieving women. They posited that despite outstanding academic and professional accomplishment, women who experience the imposter phenomenon persist in believing that they are really not bright and have fooled anyone who thinks otherwise. Well, my BFF Google said that imposter syndrome refers to an internal experience of believing that you're not as competent as others perceive you to be. While this definition is usually narrowly applied to intelligence and achievement, it has links to perfectionism and social context. Does any of that seem familiar to y'all? I heard so many people talking about this concept across numerous platforms lately. It almost feels like a trendy buzz phrase we're all using. Many women have said that they feel like an imposter in their own story and fear being quote unquote, found out. There's this voice inside each of us that whispers doubt. Heaven knows the world is quick to point things out that we lack. And if we struggle with perfectionist tendencies, it is easy to feel like we don't have or even deserve a seat at the table. This means our gifts go unused and the magic we're meant to bring the world never comes to life. How can we ever expect to live into our best self and chase down those big dreams we hold inside if we believe these lies? I know I've mentioned the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert here before. I cannot recommend it enough. She talks about how ideas come to you because you can give birth to them. You hold everything you need to offer them to the world. The idea keeps knocking, hoping you'll take hold of it and give it life. But if it keeps knocking and you keep ignoring it, it will go find another person willing to step up to the plate. I think some would label the unwillingness to step up to the plate as imposter syndrome, but I'd like to offer some alternative ideas for you. What if the truth is that imposter syndrome is really a personal identity crisis? See, I believe it's impossible to be an imposter in your own story. Think about it. You are your story. You are the main character. What you bring to the world was carried there 
by you. So how can it not be real? In my work as a coach specializing in identity and purpose coaching, I've come to recognize this as a pervasive problem among women. It's wrong for us to be stuck in this loop of lack because it leads us to hustle harder for our worth or hide so that no one sees us. As we begin to understand our true identity and get to know the woman we were designed to be, we learn to see this with a different lens. This allows us to address the emotions and make a plan to get rid of them. Before I go on, I need you to hear me say this next bit. Not for one second would I want to be dismissive of your feelings. The feelings of imposter syndrome are very real. They can seem like big, scary monsters coming after us. The emotions can be quite intense. It's the label put upon them that I want us to re-examine. As I've said before, feelings are teachers. So let's take time to learn from the ones surrounding this concept. In my experience, this is more of an identity crisis than it is about being an imposter. Again, if you're living your own life, how can you be an imposter within it? But if you doubt who you are on a soul deep level, it is a slippery slope to feeling like you're faking it through life. I believe it's possible that what we're feeling is, I don't believe in myself syndrome, or I've never done this before, and I'm about to pee in my pants scared syndrome. In addition, sometimes these feelings are born less from a lack of confidence and more from having faced repeated racism and bias, trauma, or for women in particular, from toxic workplace environments. I would also like to offer up the idea that this fear of being quote unquote found out is rooted in shame. It's rooted in the lie of not enoughness women have been fed for centuries and the false belief that there aren't enough seats at the table. That's rooted in a scarcity mindset designed to keep us small. Seriously, if you are feeling like there are people already doing what you do so there's no space for you, then change your thinking. Instead, let it affirm that the work you want to do is needed and you will offer it in a way that is unique to you. An example to prove this is doctors. There are so many doctors in the world, but medical schools are still training more doctors and more doctors are still needed because each brings their special approach to healing. And the people that have the same idea of how healing should happen will be drawn to the doctor who matches them. There's a seat at the table for every single one of us, period, end of story. I'm sure most of you know who Martha Stewart is, right? Well, several years ago, I was watching her daytime talk show. She had an actress on. I'm pretty sure it was Jennifer Garner, but don't quote me on that. They were cooking together and the actress wasn't sure of how to do something. So she said, fake it till you make it. An indignant look crossed the ever intimidating Martha's face. And she replied, we don't fake it here at Martha Stewart. She didn't say it with that accent, but that's just the one I use. Martha was crystal clear, if not a wee bit scary, on who she was and how she moved through life. And she didn't tolerate anything less than that. I would be willing to bet a set of pots and pans that good old Martha has never experienced the phenomenon called imposter syndrome. I think this idea of being fake harkens back to middle school when young girls are trying to assert their individuality while simultaneously dressing and matching outfits with their three BFFs, obviously. Back then, it was really about finding ourselves, what we wanted and liked and thought, apart from what we were told we should want and like and think. There was a bit of a rebellion in our younger selves, and depending on the individual circumstance, some had space to be like Martha, while others slipped on that backpack full of shoulds and are still trudging through life feeling like a fake. I just don't think fake is the way to define it. It's simpler, really. I really believe we feel imposter syndrome when we aren't aware of who we are and what we want out of life. Imposter syndrome, it's a natural byproduct of us being out of alignment and integrity with our own souls. I believe with every fiber of my being that we are each equipped with unique gifts and talents, and those gifts and talents are meant to serve the world and make it a better place. If we're doing that day in and day out, how could we possibly be a fraud? 
For women who've had to hustle for their worth, feeling like an imposter is a natural go-to emotion. In a world hell-bent on telling us who we should be, is there any wonder we should experience this feeling? This is why I'd like all of us to change how we perceive it. I want you to think of your identity as a child. You are responsible for making sure she grows up into the amazing woman she was created to be with the ability and freedom needed to chase her dreams. You are that child, and this is your one beautiful life. You can't waste it playing by someone else's rules and expectations. Experience has taught me that women want to stop questioning their worth and value. We do. We want to stop running from the voices, chanting not enough, and asking, who do you think you are? And bless, but we want to start putting our foot one foot in front of the other in the direction of our dreams. We want to bring life to the dreams that our souls hold. In Brene Brown's book, Dare to Lead, she says, when we armor and contort ourselves into smallness, things break and we suffocate. Can we just all stand in the truth that this world has been doing its level best to make women small? And as a result, parts of us have become broken and some of us feel like all the oxygen has left the room. It's no wonder we have an identity crisis on our hands here. Bless, how could we not? So how do we change it? We change it by using the method I always suggest, which is by becoming aware and then getting into alignment so that we can live in integrity. For this situation, we're going to be aware when these feelings arise, examine them to determine the root cause, and then speak truth to the lies. If you will follow these three steps, you will begin to find freedom from what's holding you back so you can share your gifts with the world. You won't have to doubt yourself, stay frozen in place, or focus on what you lack. Awareness brings clarity. So instead of defaulting to limiting beliefs or scarcity mindsets, become deliberate and shining a light on them. If we're hearing ourselves say phrases like, I can't, we should be swift to raise a red flag. Ask yourself if you may be having these emotions because you're flying into new territory. We live in a society quick to label. Don't take on one that isn't the actual truth. Remember, feelings are teachers, but they aren't always facts. So we need to test them. I challenge you to question the root of the emotion you are feeling. Sometimes we feel these emotions when others are involved, and it's not actually rooted in us feeling like a fraud. For example, you're in high school and you had to write a paper. You did the work. You're a good writer, and you feel like you've got a solid A paper. And if your teacher's feeling good, it's going to be an A+. Plus. As you hand it in to the teacher, she tells the class that everyone will be presenting their papers aloud in class. The stress what happens you feel like you're going to vomit, and you question every word you wrote. Is that really a situation where you feel like an imposter? Or are you just afraid to share what you wrote with peers who you may have found to be quite judgy in the past? We have to test the feelings to know what's truth and what just might be a broken pathology. If you feel yourself falling into what I call the death spiral of doubt or fear, stop and ask yourself if the real emotion you're experiencing is vulnerability. Perhaps you're being asked to do something or be somewhere that hasn't always been a safe place. Could you be telling yourself that you're afraid when it's really about lacking trust in a certain situation or a people group? Another tool to end the death spiral is to stop immediately and tell yourself at least five things you know to be true. For example, if you feel like you can't tackle a new project at work because you lack some information, this lying feeling tries to take over. Freeze yourself in your tracks. Stop the mind loop and second guessing. If you can, find a mirror and look at yourself while reciting five things you know to be true about yourself. If we go back to that example of the student having to read their paper aloud, that could look like this. I am a great writer who always gets solid grades on my papers. I've done the work and research to write a solid paper. 
I'm smart. I am capable of presenting this paper with confidence. I'm a good student, and this is just another day in that journey. If we'll be brave enough to shine the light of truth, the lying thoughts running around inside our brains, they'll shrink over time and with practice. The truth is you didn't get lucky in the previous areas of success you've had in your life. You got aligned, you used your gifts, and greatness flowed from that space. If this is an area where you struggle, you'll have to continue practicing ways that work for you to get past it. It won't be a one-and-done journey. Some situations can make this far more intense than others. If you face ridicule from a certain group, it's natural to have some emotions bubble up. If you have to be vulnerable in front of them, give yourself some grace, people. I hope I'm helping you see this idea of imposter syndrome through a new lens. Truly, I do. Because this world is waiting for you to show up and bring your gifts to the table. The world needs what only you have, who only you are. I know I've shared my idea of an evidence board on a previous episode. Let me tell you, using one is a visual anchor showing that you are no fraud, lovey. In case you missed that episode, let me explain it a bit. An evidence board is a place to capture evidence of who you are and the amazing, brave things you are doing in the world. You can use a framed board, a journal, or some post-it notes stuck to the wall. When you have success in any area that aligns with what you value, write it down. Let these things add up. Much like a criminal investigation keeps an evidence board of all the bits and pieces of the puzzle, you can capture evidence of how you are showing up in the world as the wonder woman you are. Ideally, it would hold your wins and help you also celebrate those small victories. Throughout the year, you will have tangible examples showing you you are anything but an imposter in your own story. To peel back the curtain and be a bit vulnerable with you, I want to share a nugget from my life where I am working on an identity problem. It's one of the reasons that led me to needing that mental health break last week. I needed time to ask myself some hard questions and get clear on the root of the emotions I was feeling. I practiced what I'm suggesting you try here. And even as I speak these words, I feel fear try to edge its way in to stop me, but it is not happening today. So story time. A few years ago, my daughter framed a picture of me that she says is her favorite. I remember exactly where it was taken and who was with me. I can recall what I was wearing. I know I had white, Lord Jesus, white cat eye glasses in my hands. The memory is so vivid. I was a teenager and I was feeling myself. I believed I was beautiful. That girl was audacious. She was sure that she was all that and the bag of chips. She was a warrior. She'd been through so many fires no one even knew about. And she was still standing. Oh, she owned the room when she walked into it. She was not moved by nonsense because she knew who she was and had a clear vision for where she was going. But brokenness, trauma, and some really freaking mean people undid that. I allowed them to assign a new identity to me and found myself hanging my head in shame and believing I didn't deserve to own any room. As a result, I've spent years hiding, afraid to step into the light because I carried the weight of their lies that I was anything but beautiful or strong, that I was simultaneously not enough and way too much. Sometimes I felt like that warrior girl with all the confidence and warrior strength was dead. That is not the truth. If you knew half of my story, you would know that the fact that I am still breathing and upright is proof that I am still a warrior. And if I feel safe in an environment, that audacious girl, sometimes she peeks out behind her walls. In full confession, I miss her. I miss moving through life with bold confidence and this self-assurance that is freaking amazing. But I've realized their lies and brokenness, they spoke about their garbage, not my truth. And choosing to continue carrying their stinky trash 
it's not something I'm interested in doing any longer. In the speaking class I took last week, I got a much better understanding of the difference between being visible and being seen. I am great at being visible. I can create posts and graphics and bits like that and toss them out into the world without blinking an eye. But being seen, that's something I've reserved for my very, very, very small inner circle. And that, that's something I want to change. I want to apply the lessons I teach here to my journey so I can lay down any lies this world has sold me and pick back up that bold, audacious confidence that girl in the picture had with the twinkle of mischief in her hazel eyes and the fireworks going off around her. Here's what I know. If I can come through all the fires I have walked through and be brave enough to allow myself to be seen, you can do the same so that you are confident in yourself too. Let's all agree to start showing this world who it is we were made to be. Like I said last week, so often the words said here in each episode are sermons I am preaching to my own soul. Good thing I always wanted the community here to be a come with me space instead of a pretense that I'm perfect and have no work to do space. Because y'all, I just want you to know I am so fully human. And with that comes all the imperfections a soul can hold. And lovey, I can promise you with every fiber of my being that I want each of us women to stop hiding to stop doubting your seat at the table. I want us to be so full of confidence and clarity around our identity that there is no room for ever feeling like an imposter again. I want us to keep using our gifts and sharing the awesomeness that each of us has within us. I want us all to live the fullness of who it is we were created to be because that is when we all win as individuals, as women, and the world at large. Clarity comes from action and action brings momentum. Momentum delivers movement, and that's when things really start to change. We find the flow, and it no longer feels like we're swimming upstream or being a fraud in our own story. So together over the next few days, let's be aware of when these emotions press us. Let's ask the questions needed to see if the feelings are fact or fiction. Then we can act accordingly and speak truth to any lies we're believing. It's time to take out some trash, y'all. And don't forget to collect evidence of what an incredible job you're doing in life because you are doing incredible things. If any of this has resonated with you today, I would so love to hear your thoughts. Seriously, I get not everyone may believe in my theory that imposter syndrome is a false label for an identity crisis. Either way, I want to hear your insight. So DM me on social media and let's start a conversation. You can find those links in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to chat with you all soon. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Coming Out Gold podcast. I am so thankful for you. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram or Facebook at Coming Out Gold Podcast. Those links are down below in the show notes for you. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to head over to iTunes and leave it a review. You can also share it on your social media and tag me. And maybe you'll even get a shout out here on a future episode. Until next week, remember, I'm Coach Tammy and I am in it with you always.